Well, yes, to all of those, but it was the the one with the guy shows his penis at the end. Yeah. yeah sleep oh, that's sleepaway camp. Sleepaway sleep camp. camp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Kim, you didn't walk in with the wig and then expose yourself to the entire party and tell them this is what you're all missing. That's what made it like Superway Camp. Is I walked in and did that at the reception. Tim created an authentic experience for everyone. Yeah, I just I grabbed the mic from the lead singer of the band and I said, "Have you guys ever seen Sleepaway Camp?" <laughs> and everyone said, "No, what is that?" And then I went, "Hey." <laughs> okay, welcome back to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Asheville. Got a full house today, so with us in Boston is Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy boy? Fantastic, Max. I've been shown how what a boring motherfucker I am uh, this past weekend, and uh, I think that's it's good for everyone to see that. You know what I mean? Well, you guys have already seen it, mm-hmm. but it's good for me to see it. So, <laughs> that's how I'm doing, Max. Living that missionary lifestyle right there. When I say missionary, yes. I mean missionary position. <laughs> what other positions are there? I, I'm, at, I'm genuinely asking this question. It's missionary and get off of me. Those are the two positions. <laughs> <laughs> Typ- typically, those are the same position. <laughs> typically, it's... Get off and that's enough. <laughs> One se- okay, I'm good. <laughs> All right, and also, we have a resident box dweller, uh, a resident box dwelling lawyer, Mike Preble. How are you, hey. sir? I'm doing very well, Max, as well as my career, based on how fantastic this box is going. Mm. You know. Mm. Or... Yes. Mm. Mm-mm. All is well, Max. It's it's the twilight of summer here, which is good for me because that means all oh, you fucking tourists are leaving. So <laughs> my round, so my roundabouts aren't full of people from New Jersey and otherwise just fucking things up. So it's really they're really the the saddest part of my saddest part of my day. New Jersey is that is that who's filling up the Cape? Is it yes. people from I really? You not? There are people yeah. that they're like I don't want to go to the Jersey Shore. I want to go to fucking. Cape Cod. And I'm like, no, you have things. You have waves there. Stay there. You have boardwalks. We don't have those. Yeah, I was going to say, a boardwalk is a fantasy here. It's like, just you can stay there with your gabagool. <laughs> don't have time get for a, this. You can get a, a fucking HJ under a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Trust me, I know. And Bruce Springsteen's out in a boardwalk right now singing yeah. something. He's yep. crooning he's, about he's the American there. dream and how far away it is from our reality. It's great. It's mesmerizing. Right. Before he gets in his limo and goes back to his gated community mansion. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Like a true American icon. <laughs> working man's icon. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> how dare you? Well, we're not talking about Bruce Springsteen, but also in Portland, Maine, we got Bill Dooley. How are you, Billy boy? Uh, You know... I've been better. I'm tired. Good. Okay, moving on. I've been pooping a lot today. It's raining. I don't I've know. just been I've been watching Bill for the past seven minutes. His hands just constantly, like reflexively, like you know, going under his eyes. He's just like wiping away, oh, just trying no. to like get himself psyched up for this. Did you say pooping a lot today, Bill? <laughs> pooping a lot today. Yeah, I'm not feeling so good. Mm. Oh, nice. A lot of poops. Yeah, a lot of poops. Mm. Nice. Good out any, tell, any tell me about it. <laughs> Well, no, Tim, no, thank you. Max, what'd you say? Has he been hanging out with any monkeys? Uh, no, no monkeys, no mm. monkeys. So I don't think it's the monkey pox, mm. but you never know. Who knows? Children are vectors of disease. So probably. Went to a petting zoo. All of a sudden I feel bad. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and lastly, over in Baltimore, we're welcoming back John Anoshack. How are you, John? 
I'm good, man. I'm a little upset because uh, I need to talk to my landlord about the uh, two piles of human shit in the <laughs> back bunker. Um, so you have balls I, have to I just say, couldn't control myself today. So, you, <laughs> yeah, so you, you came all the way down yeah, on did. steamship. Yeah. I just had to go somewhere else. <laughs> well, I have to say you had manners. I can tell which one was yours because it was left on top of some cardboard so it could be easily thrown out. Exactly. I'm considerate. I'm a considerate puppet pooper. Right. Mm. Yeah, here I am. It's Baltimore, the windy city. Now, have you, have you discussed with any of your neighbors, John, if like they also have uh, frequent poops or shits? I should say it's a proper term, shits around their house. Well, so the thing is, is like everybody else who has something like that has installed like big giant metal bars and big chain link, you know, wire locks to keep people out. Because if it's open here, it's apparently just going to get shit on. <laughs> really? So it's basically uh, yeah. like yuck. That's nice. Yuck. Gross. Mm. It's the Lord of the Flies out here, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know where the flies are going too. <laughs> I thought this might have been poop. like uh remember that scene from uh, the other guys where the like Adam McKay and all those guys always pile into Will Ferrell's Prius and like have a big gay orgy. <laughs> I, I thought this was like the case. I thought this is the case of like John's little like backyard alcove. It's just like, no, we're going to go to your, we're going to go to your like little uh, stairway down to your basement and shit in there. So the, the fun part about that is I would be able to watch it because my bedroom shares a wall and some windows with this little outdoor alcove. So if I heard that, that would just basically consist of me with my cell phone, like going, get Scat, yeah. Get out. Go, go, I am scatting. Go, go. Like a water, a water bottle spraying it at them. Yeah, go. Bad, bad crackhead. Bad crackhead. No. I've chased two people away getting ready to do a line of something before. That's a and, bad And they idea. were upset. They were upset with me because they're like, no one's ever down there. Like, what the fuck? All right, so. Well, this, this, spot. this episode is brought to you by the tourism of Baltimore. Visit Baltimore. <laughs> Chamber of Commerce the of City Baltimore. of Brotherly Just Love. <laughs> <laughs> the city that spares no shit. The Sunshine State. Baltimore. <laughs> We're a state now. Um, all right, well, we're rolling along in our time travel series, and this week we watched arguably the most popular time travel movie of all time, the nostalgic 1985 incest family-friendly classic, Back to the Future. Ah, what a movie. Indeed. <laughs> the only the first movie that gave you a boner about kissing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but not the last. Yeah. yeah, but not the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I, so it's, Max, it's I true. I have to say, yeah, just one thing to kick off here. You're when we did ET, and you explained to me like Steven Spielberg's like early career is basically just about him like working through his parents' divorce. I'm like, wow, this movie makes total sense now <laughs> because I. I feel like you're. I feel like there's a bunch of trivia you have that's probably going to touch on this subject, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, this made total sense to me. This movie. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if Spielberg added the incest part in. So he didn't write it; he just produced it. Like um, Zemeckis is one of his buddies, and he just said, like, if I put my name in front of it, it this will sell. Like, I'm going to get right. you a good movie. But I imagine that he also said, "Hey, make this 
kind of weird about your mom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if this is the time to do it, but there's really, it's not essential to the storyline either. I mean, like he could have just broke up the meeting of his mom and dad without there being a sexual interest between him and his mom. Like mm-hmm. that could have still happened, and he could. But have how are you st- gonna sell tickets, Bill? <laughs> Did you even think about how it you're just, gonna get people engaged just, and come it, to see a 1985 rom com <sighs> between a son and a son and a mother <laughs> trying to fucking bone each other? Love triangle between a father, son, and a mother. <laughs> and mother. <laughs> I just love this. It's pitched as like family fun, and I mean I've seen this movie countless times, and even as like a young adult, and it like. I don't know why, but it always like washed over me. It's like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like his mom is attracted to him because he doesn't know. And then after a while, I'm like, like, no, this is fucking terrible. This is absolutely horrific. So it's like she is just like gunning for his dick the entire movie. And it's like, Aggressive. whoa. Yeah. Yeah, really. Super like, thirsty. Extremely. Get, get <laughs> yeah. a borderline rapey in the car. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just like grabbing. Well, he- no. Gratuitous rape all throughout. It's like <laughs> it's rape or be rape. It's a Viking movie. I mean, my God, we have two completely separate situations where one is just well, we get closer to rape than the other one. But the problem is, predator is that we and, all had to watch yeah. this. Oh my we God! We had to I'm... watch this together with our families and probably make eye contact with our mothers, like <laughs> at the same yes. time, because we were all that age. Like, let's go see the, as you said, Rebel, the family film. Yeah, let's get some popcorn. Right, isn't this great? Not, we can not, all see this together. Not to mention that's only that's not even the only sex crime in this in this movie with the the peeping tom dad too, which is just like Jesus. apparently oh, hilarious. Uh, that's just and, funny and the car rape by know. Biff, <laughs> or the molesting by Biff yeah. in the cafeteria in front of everybody. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I will yeah. say, I I am a big fan of you know voyeurism, just being like, oh, he's a peeping tom. It's like, nah, he's just watching you change. From a tree, like an idiot, <laughs> like a tree that's hanging over like a main road. And no one's like, well, this is peculiar. What's George doing up there? <laughs> no, just binoculars, you know. Birding. Because just... that's what birders do. They climb <laughs> yeah, into exactly. the tree with binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. It's just so crazy. That's what I mean. Like, I've seen this movie so many times. Like, as a kid, I was like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And only as I get older, I'm like, this whole movie is totally yeah. fucked. That was my takeaway from when you watch it. Like, love yes. this movie. Still, I still do, but like, I can't help but oh, yeah. watch it and be like, oh, God. No, this is like, oh, terrible. This is bad. Like you got a lot of problems. Bad, here. bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Spying on women in the 80s, totally normal. Not a that's, crime whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that it's is in another so way. many movies. You know, yeah. I like, <laughs> like panty parties or stuff like that, or panty raids or whatever, you know, stuff like, like uh, what's the movie with a nerd's revenge Porky's. or. Animal House. Like, the writer of this movie is Bob Gale, who wrote and directed Porky's. So it makes more sense <laughs> okay. when you're just like, so what, you know, what? Just peepholes and sticking your dick a nice in them. fetish. What is yep. Porky's? Is it is that like a VHS porno? Like what? Oh, Basically. No, no man. Dude. Oh my god, it made so much fun. I'm looking it up right now. Came out in eighty one. Uh I've actually, I've never seen it. It's just escapades of 50s horny teenagers. It said the budget was four to five million and it made 160. Holy shit. Good for that. Oh my God. Talking about thirsty. <laughs> Jesus. It's the Blair Witch of fucking porno. <laughs> yes. It's fantastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. shoestring budget. This is what movies were before you had Pornhub, easily accessible. Yep. Exactly. So what let's you- just slip in this mom trying to fuck her teenage kid into a PG movie. <laughs> Why not? 
Zang. <laughs> so the first scene of Back to the Future is someone's mom trying to fuck their future son. And yeah, what do you do with that first scene of the movie? <laughs> you don't do much. You just sit there and you think, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, do you God. imagine that on the first draft? What do you mean we don't leave with this? <laughs> <laughs> of course we No, are. you got to draw them in. You got to draw the crowd in. You got to warm them up to the Within. incest. <laughs> <laughs> we can have you write this movie, Mr. Lucas. <laughs> you will have me write this movie. You will give me a Diet Pepsi. The mom will be under 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Marty should go a little further back. I think she should be 11. <laughs> I think <clears throat> everyone likes that. Right? So, should we get into it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. We got yeah. a good, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes uh, before we get into all the, the ancestral shit. So some padding. Yeah. Don't you wait, it's boys. We'll get clean. back to it's it. It's a surprisingly long movie. I thought this was going to be like a breezy, like hour and a half tops. That's what I and thought too. Yeah. Two hours. It's two hours. Yeah. It just flies yeah. by. It's just, there's no fat on this because movie. Of the incest. <laughs> <laughs> I just get drawn into the story. <laughs> Truth be told, they spent a lot of time on the incest. Yep. Yes. Yes. Incest and a surprising rape. amount of time. I mean, yeah, they cultivated that relationship. <laughs> there was three. There was three separate scenes dedicated to Marty's mom getting wet over Marty. <laughs> like noticeably can't like losing um, breath over it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Heavy, like heavy when breathing. bodily functions. Yeah. yeah, like during the last scene of this, like three scene sequence. Someone goes, where does he live? And she goes, I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> like like she was Robert De Niro on Cape Fear. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird future yeah. thing where there's just a bunch of Calvin Klein tattoos all over her body that yeah. she has to explain right. for. Yeah. Your name's Calvin. Exactly. It's written all over your underwear. Shut up, Jesus Christ. All right, so we open up with Marty plugging into Doc Brown's amp system and getting whipped back like Timmy with the electrical fence in Jurassic Park. And then Marty gets a call from Doc Brown requesting Marty to meet him at the Twin Pine Mall at 1.15 a.m. Another thing that 80s movies loved is like the, the Rube Goldberg type machines, the things that just like automate and do like crazy steps and just love opening up on that with the, 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 the hundred different clocks and the yeah. machine that's feeding the, the dog. And yeah, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's good great. stuff. That and rock and roll, man. Kids love it. Rock and roll. Every Kids every prog- every protagonist has to be like an, an amazing guitarist as well. It's true. You know, they have to be. Otherwise, they have no personality. So it's like, yeah, okay, great. I love it. <laughs> Power of Love, such a good opening song, too. It is, though. It's you great. What to do. Yeah, right he was not going to skip out after Ghostbusters. They, they asked him to do Ghostbusters. He said no. So then they just ripped off a Huey Lewis song to the point that he sued them and won. And then he probably saw how much money that guy made. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, I need to do this. So he, this needs to be my thing now. Yeah. So I guess the first song he did, they didn't like. So he's like, okay, I'll, I'll write two more. And then those are the two that are in the movie, which are both great. <laughs> Don't need money. <laughs> but uh, so many Easter eggs and just like exposition and character building just in this one scene before you even meet anybody. Because you have like all those glitching inventions. Um, you got the front page of the Hill Valley newspaper saying that the Brown Mansion was destroyed in a fire. And then like the next clipping says that Doc sold off like 435 acre, acres because he was bankrupt. And then you got like photos of inventors, shit ton of clocks, local news talking about the Libyan terrorist group uh, claiming responsibility for stolen plutonium, which you then see under Doc's bed. 
So it's like there's already they've yes. already set up like 25 minutes worth of shit just right up, up front in like a good 30 seconds. You know what I caught for the first time there uh, was that there was uh, one of one of the clocks had a person hanging from the clock dials. Yeah, like Doc does later. <laughs> I've never seen right. that before. Yeah. yeah, very cool. I'm just uh, super impressed that we all had the ability to notice all of these Easter eggs when we were children watching it for the first time. <laughs> Who was it there for? Was it they just know how awesome this movie was going to be? And the people would rewatch it. That's a good question. Yeah, I know magic. who was there. But it was there for for Max yeah. solely, Max. <laughs> just for Max. This yep. cat's gonna Even be born busy. in like four years, and he's <laughs> yeah. gonna really want to do a podcast. <laughs> okay, and he's gonna pick up on all of this. <laughs> it's a smart movie. Once you watch a movie a hundred times, you got to look at stuff that you haven't noticed before. So yeah. that's what I was doing. Otherwise, what's the point? Yes, otherwise, why the fuck am I watching this? I already know every single scene <laughs> of this movie. Yep. So Marty, he learns that he's late for school. We've already covered why we're watching it. In depth. <laughs> it's the end. <laughs> I insist. <laughs> yep. Marty learns he's late for school as we cue the Huey Lewis song, Power of Love, with Marty skateboarding his way through this universal movie set. Yeah. I love how he learns he's late. He's late all the time. He's been late every like, day this week. It's not a thing you... Yeah, it's like you, you don't learn it. You just don't want to be at school all the time. It's not a like a, oh my goodness, I'm late for my classes, my studies. He's like, yeah, I'm fucking late and I skateboard around town. Yep. He, he was also at Doc's house, apartment, whatever, for like five minutes tops. Oh, How yeah. was it Doc's fault that the clocks were 25 minutes slow? Yes. You, you had no idea what time it was. You should never have been there in the first place. You the still would have been late by 20 minutes, by. Marty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <It's absurd>. Yeah. <laughs> You left when you should have left for school, Marty. And then he, you just yeah. went in the other direction just so you could jam out. And that didn't yeah. work out either. And you blamed Doc, the old man. Are you <laughs> telling me it's 825? I need to get a watch. <laughs> Golly. So this town center uh, in the Universal Backlot, it's called Courthouse Square. And it's been in a bunch of shit. So it was in the first episode of The Twilight Zone, uh, The Kill a Mockingbird. Like the TV show The Incredible Hulk, Gremlins from the year prior, which it looks exactly like Hill Valley and Gremlins. It's funny. Um, the Monster Squad, Nutty Professor, and then also like Jingle All the Way and Batman and Robin. So we got two Arnie movies in two straight years. Wow. Max, I don't think you understand unless it has to do with incest. <laughs> I second this motion. Chase, Max. <laughs> I'm sure some of those Gremlins were related. They're probably fucking each other. <laughs> well, you know. Is Arnie fucking his son? Is Arnold fucking his son? <laughs> I don't want to see it. The disparity <laughs> in success of those movies, though, is interesting to me. <laughs> like Batman and Robin. <laughs> Whoa. Yep. Compared to this movie. Yeah. 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 Also, I love how Hill Valley is just such a shithole. Like, there's, like, porn theaters and, like, pawn shops and, like, run-down, like, closed buildings, like, all over the place. Yeah. Probably because the mall I, took I, all the business away. From the center. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I think is amazing is th- this is like a trope of the 80s. 80s were like, oh, our time sucks. Like, shouldn't we go back to the 50s? Aren't like the 50s amazing? And they like, you know, fantasize it. And like, meanwhile, like everyone's yeah, getting raped like, in the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. But it, that's what I love. It's like everyone thinks the 80s. I'm like, yeah, the 80s do suck. You know, it also sucks the 50s. Yeah. The 50s also suck. Like really badly. Yep. Like not, well, not a time to live. <laughs> well, seriously, half the country has PTSD. The other half are just fucking dead yeah. or just ran off to North Korea after that ended up. 
But also, like, the 80s are so fucked up. They, the beginning where they have the little newscast thing going on, they're like, well, some, you know, weapons-grade plutonium just fell off the back of yeah. a truck. We think terrorists took it. Also, and also this uh, for this news hour, a shit ton of cocaine just washed up on a Florida <laughs> beach. Like, <laughs> what oh, beach? Crazy is as crazy as <laughs> yes. <it> <laughs> That's what Doc. That's what Doc was actually using the time machine for. <laughs> I'm gonna control Transport. the cartels, Marty. Right. All the cartels are gonna come to me, Marty. I mean, look at that hair. Look at that hair. He's hiding his own supply, dude. Oh, he's. Yeah. So then we're introduced to Mr. Strickland, who slaps Jennifer and Marty with a tardy slip before telling Marty that he's a worthless piece of shit, just like his useless Martha. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I that really he- liked this. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. The monster. No, I just wanted to say I really liked him. He was fantastic. He just beat every child's hope down right back into their stomach. Like, oh, you want to be unique? Fuck you. Oh, you want to actually find love? Fuck you. You actually want to pass a class? You're not allowed to pass classes. Like, this guy, anytime anybody was happy, you just fucking shit down their neck. He has the same disposition in 1955 as he has in 1980. Except he's got a little more hair in 55. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit, but he's basically the same person. Yep. He hasn't changed in 30 years. <laughs> Which I that's love. that's I love suddenly it. like a hilarious joke because they, they do all kinds of like aging, de-aging on the on the other yeah. actors and that guy. They do like next like, to nice nothing. Yep. School but administrative people are always old, cranky sons of bitches and that's it. <laughs> Never young. Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking their fucking vitamins, though. It keeps them. They live forever. How the fuck do you think Dick Cheney's still alive? <laughs> They're so salty. It's literally preserving them. <laughs> yeah. Also, what the fuck? Did, what, and that's how he's alive. What the fuck did Halliburton. the McFly family do to the Strickland fa- family for him to just be this like hell bent on Marty? He's literally oh, touching no noses, like you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> well, cause, yeah, because it's not like his dad was memorable. His dad was like the biggest nerd, like nothing in the school. Yeah, he wasn't even a slacker. Yeah. He was doing other people's work. Right, exactly. He's doing a little it, it, homework. It, it, it would, it would, like, it would kind of make sense if, if he had, like, they'd set something up in the past where he, like, embarrasses him or something like that. But nope, nope, nope. nothing. He's just a really Damn. angry guy about the McFlies. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It turns out Mr. McFly fucked his wife when yeah. they were in school together. George's dad did, yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Strickland. <laughs> I put my hands on your wife. <laughs> she liked it. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> yeah, hair flip. Yeah, hair flip. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, great hair, great hair. Yeah. He's, he's got like the, the I mean, he's got that like predates um, emo hair by like a good 50 years too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. yeah, it was fucking Hitler's haircut, guys. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking Hitler's haircut. All right. Like, it's exactly what it was. Sans <laughs> uh, mustache. <laughs> yeah, he looked like the lead singer of Arcade Fire. Uh, Marty, <laughs> he then comes home to see that Biff totaled his dad's car, which Marty had planned on using this weekend to fuck Jennifer in. So this is where we meet Biff for the first time in his, all of his uh, bloated glory as well. Yeah. <laughs> the lake. God, what about the lake? Oh, my goodness. I was really counting on this, Dad. Do you have any idea <laughs> how much this meant to me? Oh, God, shut up. The car is totaled. There are other things going on here. Your dad's a piece of shit. Get a job. And I love it. It's like your dad can't go to work now. So now your whole family's going to be more poor. (laughs) It's like quit it. Like let's focus here. 
You yeah. Know, like, but I wanted to get boned at the lake. <laughs> But not by my mother. You're, you're <laughs> not, yet. Not, not yet. Not this time, anyways. Just hold on. <laughs> Tom Wilson is so good in this movie, though. Like, he he got, I think he got typecast as a bully after this, which is funny because I've listened to interviews of, with him. And I guess in real life, when he was in high school, he was bullied. Like, he was a dork. Like, he does, like, musical <laughs> comedy for when he does his stand-up acts. Like, the guy's kind of a dork in real life. Like, very nice and friendly. And he's just, like, the ultimate asshole douchebag. <laughs> He's so good at it. It's so such a, good. I mean, it's such a good quintessential bully, like that, like the knocking him on the head, like why anyone home, like hilarious yeah. stuff. I spilled mm. beer all over me when I crashed into <laughs> the car. Who's gonna pay for my dry cleaning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hilarious line. Some, some good, some really, some good gaslighting before gaslighting was a thing. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't tell me about that blind spot. How could you lend me a car without telling me about a blind spot? You only got light beer in the fridge for me. <laughs> I bring your car all the way back. I tow your car all the way back to your house. Yeah. (laughs) Who's going to pay for this dry cleaning? (laughs) That's so good. All right. So then we have the TV dinner scene at the house where Uncle Joey doesn't make bail once again. And uh, Marty's alcoholic mom, Lorraine, recalls the first time she and George met. Well, George just laughs at what is it? (laughs) Abbott and Costello bit or something like Laurel and Hardy bit or something. Yeah, it's like Laurel Hardy. Like the one he's seen like a billion times, he's just like slapping the table. Right. Like, like also, it's like sure. Also, like Lorraine's like, "What were you doing in that tree anyway, George?" He's like, "What?" Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> gun. Like this is still un- <laughs> this is still unsaid and could still fracture their marriage in <laughs> in twain. <Yes. laughs> you know? It's so tense. It's so <laughs> tense the entire time. It's like, man, if Lorraine ever sobered up, she would definitely leave me. <laughs> That's well. That's for sure. The, the look in her eyes when she says, "That's when I oh knew God. I'd spend the rest of my life with him." I like, like she, the way she is just dead inside. That is just painful to watch. The look yeah. of disappointment on her face after she finishes that <laughs> sentence, and he's just going like, "Well, we're all going to see that look. We're all going to see that look. Um, probably around like you know twenty thirty. I think we'll all start seeing that look. No, 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 Tim. What I was going to say is this scene wasn't funny for me anymore because I've seen that look across the table already. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're more at an advanced stage, Bill. You have two two young children. So. <laughs> Did you enjoy your half of yeah. our beer, honey? <laughs> Max and Nikki are still like jet sitting around the world, you know. It's like Bill's. Yeah. Bill's. I've got two. I've got two whole boxes. Right. <laughs> two. Count them. Bill's competing with Francis for the car keys. You don't know how real that is. That's a real argument. <laughs> Francis is like, but I want to fuck Jennifer down by the lake. It's like, no, Francis, you're too young to drive. You cannot get in that car alone with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the whole point of this film. So I sat you down to watch it. So no car for you. Every person has a Freud complex, and I don't give a shit about it. All right, I guess. Also, uh, Crispin Glover and Leah Thompson do a great job of playing like these just burnt out parents because both of them are younger than Michael J. Fox. They're both younger than all the kids, actually. Oh, yeah. Crispin Glover was 21, (laughs) Leah Thompson was 24, Michael J. Fox was 24. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) They did a good job with that. Mm -hmm. They They did a great job. It's not the best like makeup for aging, but it's good. It's good. It it's good enough for yeah. a oh, yeah. 40 year old movie. 
So then we're introduced to Doc Brown at the Twin Pine Mall, who reveals a uh, oh, who uh, reveals and successfully tests his new DeLorean time machine before realizing that the Libyan terrorists that he ripped off have found him. How did they find me? They're Libyan terrorists. How did they find yeah. you in the first place, you dumb shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this bumblefuck town of, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not like it's LA or New York. It's like you're in some weird suburb. It's like. You're famous in this one place. They found you and then you didn't move. <laughs> so how did they find you? How, how did, they went back to your hometown. How does Doc Brown get wrapped up with Libyan terrorists in the first place? Like, I mean, I know he wanted the plutonium but i mean like is that like i don't know craigslist is that like a newspaper clipping is there like a classified Mm. ad looking for like a a nuclear nuclear bomb makers i just don't understand how he got wrapped up in that no dark web back then yeah exactly i mean we saw in terminator one that you can look up anybody you know in the yellow pages so that's true Mm. it's a good point and there probably was like under l libyan terrorist (laughs) you could just (laughs) dial them collect like (laughs) seeking plutonium yeah the llf libyan liberation front oh okay it's an eight that's an 800 number (laughs) crazy professor looking for libyan loose libyans it's like okay great love this is an amazing you know i was was actually looking for something else but if you guys got plutonium i'll take that i guess i'll take it all right sure 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 here's a bunch of springs and in just plastic in a bag it's a bomb here you go guys best of luck yep i'll be at the twin pine mall at 115 on thursday whoops i shouldn't have told you that Yeah, so the terrorists, they shoot Doc dead with Marty jumping in the car and escaping, accidentally escaping, and traveling back to 1955, where instead of crashing into a mall kiosk, he crashes into a scarecrow and then the Peabody farm. Barn. I had a combination of farm and barn, so I said farm. 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 Yep. Farm. Mm-hmm. Equally good. Yep. I'm, I'm great at reading, too. <laughs> Equally good. Especially when Both One thing I did this. pick up... On this scene was the Peabody's in there, like oak trees or their pine trees or whatever, right? The pine tree. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, the whole thing Me is- Me pine tree! <laughs> you bastard, you ruined my pine! <laughs> well, Tim, there's a whole thing is the Twin Pine Mall. And then it, um, when they go back into like the present day 1985, it's just called the Lone Pine Mall. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so That's good. awesome. That's fucking hilarious. I love how I love how Doc considers the idea of breeding pines to be a crazy idea, and yet he spent thirty years wasting his entire family fortune trying to create a time machine in a car. What a shitty car! A, a shitty pretty, defunct car. Again, yeah. a, a DeLorean, which even at the time they were like, "This car is fucking useless." Yeah, <laughs> like that's the joke. It's like, God, what a waste of a car in nineteen eighty five. John DeLorean actually uh, yeah, they, to they save made the a DeLorean bunch through selling cocaine. <laughs> he failed. <laughs> he That's what the big trunk space was for. <laughs> they they didn't sell seven thousand of them. They made all of these, sold a bunch of. There were seven thousand just left. Everyone was like, "Nah, done." <laughs> like, don't thank you. Not even go near it. Yeah, no good. Yeah, so Marty thinking that this is all just one big nightmare. He drives home to find that line of states hasn't been built yet. So then he walks to the now pristine and wholesome 1950s downtown Hill Valley where Marty runs into his high school age dad as well as a young Biff. Mr. Sandman. Yeah. Bring me a dream. 
1950s are perfect. Nothing is ever wrong in the 1950s. <laughs> well, they are perfect if you're a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. You and Goldie Wilson. Yeah. I like the sound of that. <laughs> also, that, the Sandman song is about drinking yourself to sleep. Mr. Sandman, bring me a drink. Really? <laughs> it's a dream. I thought it was dream. Bring, bring, me, a dream. Dream. bring me a dream. 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 dream? dream. Fuck. Yeah. Yes, let me have my job. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to listen to something all different. John's been singing that one since he's like 12. Walk bring me, bring me a, drink. a glass and a bottle. <laughs> yeah, walk it into his bedroom. <laughs> Mr. without any ice. Slips, Bud Light, Corsan Miller. Chilean Seabass. Who thinks this is a dish? Who thinks Chilean Seabass is good? <laughs> This idiot here, am I right, guys? <laughs> it's like, oh, no. <laughs> um, delicious. Uh, it's still, chili it's and still the funniest funniest moment of this entire podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. history. First 10 minutes By of the show ever. Chili. <laughs> <laughs> chili. Chili and sea. I forgot about I gotta go back and listen. No, to nobody, because it's not a real thing, Tarek. <laughs> no one, because it's Chilean sea pass. Uh, too good. Whenever mm-hmm. Derek sees love it on it. a menu, he'll take a picture and send it to us too. I know. I would love it. Oh, I would kill myself. I would. Uh, Finally, Hondro. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, love it. Ten out of ten. No notes. <laughs> <laughs> So, so a few things in this scene. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Um, the mayor that they're advertising for is Red, the homeless guy in 1985. Really? Hilarious. No, no, I hadn't noticed that. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, brutal. Welcome yeah. to the 80s, you dummy. Yeah, you got Billy Zane as one of uh, Biff's goons in the I background. Yep. Yeah, love Billy Zane. With hair. Um, also, I just love how the, you know, the gas station, like they have four attendants for every car that comes out. It's like, that's... And then you go to the future. It's like, that is four jobs that don't exist anymore in this town. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's nobody working at that shop. It's, it's called self-serve. Yes. I went it's to a gas station that was full serve recently. And I was, I like, I got out and tried to like, it couldn't work it because it was like locked. It's full serve. Like only the attendant <laughs> can do it. And I'm like, what the hell's going on with this? And then some guy came up. He's like, you want, you want some gas? I'm like, I saw on the sign full serve. I was like, oh God, I guess this is weird. But like, sure. Like, just get back oh, in my car oh. and wait. Quite the acute observation you've made, sir. Here I am at the gas station. I do need gas. Well said, well said. <coughs> made it to the wild and wonderful land of New Jersey. That's what that means. Yeah. That's their claim to fame. It's the whole yep. That's all they have. Jersey, I think that yeah. they just recently changed the laws, but it, it had been a law that like you have to have an attendant. That's probably oh, some mob... Uh, Hundred percent. No, that's Teamster exactly union yeah. thing it has to be. <laughs> I mean, it's it? gotten so bad, people won't even go to their own beaches. They go up to fucking Cape. Island. I was just gonna <laughs> say, probably me. is that it? Do, do people on when they come to the Cape, do they not know how to pump? Like, don't they keep giving me gabagool? They're like, do it for me. <laughs> no, no, this is for like, you. Do it in exchange for gas. Hey, we got a bodice just about New Jersey. I thought that's how you guys did up here. Oh, hey, right, and then you like walk away. I 
know somebody from New, from New Jersey, and none of them have any. They like don't don't act like that at all. And yet, I refuse to accept <laughs> what they tell me as truth. And I'm like, no, no, no. Stereotypes funnier though. Yeah, I, so I am okay. married to someone from New Jersey. <laughs> Correct, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's like it's just like I meet them. They're all like, "Hi, how are you? My name's Jack." It's like, oh, hey, oh, oh, oh Jack, like, stop doing this thing. <laughs> Hey, put, your, put your salami away, all right? I don't want to tell you. They're like, no, 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 that is funny. I agree, but please just... <laughs> please please stop it. You me. can talk to me like and a regular I'm, person. And, uh, it's like, no, I'm not gonna, though. I only talk in <laughs> deli meat language. <laughs> only deli you meats. <laughs> you better salami me out of here. Like, all right, get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of this guy. I'm tired of him. You salami out of here before we get some roast beef. <laughs> Oh, Before God. I backhand you with my Motadel. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I had the subtitles on in this. I always thought that that old lady said, "Don't stop or we'll die." Apparently, she says, "Don't stop, Wilbur, drive." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, subtitles they do wonders. Or we'll die. They, help. Yeah. they do help. Don't stop or we'll die is just so much better. I prefer that one. <laughs> All right, so Marty finds Doc's address in the phone book and chases after his peeping dad, which leads to Marty taking his place in Lorraine's love story, as well as some incestual hijinks. Oh, hey, boy. we're back. Here we come. <laughs> now the movie Here started. we are. Yes, I mean, did for him to just wake up and have her just like staring at him? This fucking, that's, that kicks off the kicks it off real quick with just super creepy. Very uncomfortable. See, this is, this mm-hmm. is kind of where this movie falls apart for me because, listen, in reality, that scene, you're fucking your mom. And you don't know it's your mom, but you're fucking her. And I'll tell you what, you're going to feel bad afterwards. Probably going to jump in front of that car again. But, you know, we all know what's going to happen in that scene. Yeah. We, we, we've all read Oedipus Rex. We know what's going to happen next. We've yeah. ripping those eyeballs out. It's time travel. I mean, up to this point, Marty's got no reason to believe there's any there's any like consequences to his actions in the past. So, like, yeah, maybe he does. You never know. Wait, does he Based know? On, does he know it's his mom ahead. at this point? Does he know what? Does he know yes. it's his mom at this? Yeah, point? Yeah, because she's I think so. talking I think to him. The, he thinks he's still in. Like, he thinks that he just woke up from the nightmare and he hears his mom talking to him and like rubbing his head the way his right. mom does. So he's like, oh, I just I had a terrible dream. And then she turns the lights on. He's like, oh, my God, you're fucking oh, hot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's like, oh, this was a terrible dream. Like, I was back in 1955 in Hill Valley. All right, I'm going to pull it back. Oh, I'm going to pull, oh, pull my assessment back. You're not 100% going to fuck your mouth. 80, 88%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm 100% problem. fucking whoever the stranger is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to be like, sure, hey, Tim, listen, tell me your you, mom is, you talk. tell me your name's something different. <laughs> <laughs> Moraine, I like that name. Tim, better. before you talk from now on, we're gonna have to ask you to think real carefully before what you're about to say. That's a bad thing. We released that back to the future episode and we all got fired from our jobs for incest jokes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of really weird. Of, I'm thinking carefully about what I say at this point, John. <laughs> <laughs> Still, you stand by that eighty five percent gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> That's a solid B. That's a B. Look, if she's looking like that. What are you going to do? You're going to say no? I'm not saying I'm going to fuck my mom. I'm saying anyone in that situation is going to fuck their mom. 
at an 85% rate. That makes it better. That makes it better. At an 85% you know, rate. Every, everyone but me. Yeah, totally not me, but you guys, yeah. totally going to fuck your boss. Yeah. <laughs> 85% the problem with all this is, is, is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I think that the problem with this is that Leah Thompson is so attractive in this movie that, like, you just immediately just be like, no, nah, no, nah, just fuck her. <laughs> just because you don't even put two and two together. <laughs> no, this is good. <laughs> Look at her. Oh, okay. This all makes sense, right? Guys, guys the, whole, the whole moral of the entire movie is don't fuck your mom. <laughs> Why are we all coming up with excuses for other people to fuck their moms? Dude, I don't know. That's <laughs> like what porn is nowadays. It's just, I've just been conditioned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. No, I, I like where I uh, I come back to uh, to a movie I've found, you know, on the internet, and I'm like, and it's like, oh, incest. I'm like, oh no, I've seen this one before. It's totally not incest. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> or you can recognize it. Like, no, I've seen this one. We're good. It's the thumbnail that brings you in. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So to pull it back yes. in on a more serious note, there's a fun fact about this scene when uh, Marty wakes up. If you actually, like, you put on headphones and turn it up just enough, you can actually hear the sizzling of his mother's frothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy. I it's mean, like an egg dude. hitting a hot frying pan. <laughs> I'm telling you, That's man. a terrible way to describe that. I hate all of this. I hate it. This is disgusting. <laughs> the incest jokes I'm on board with, hilarious. Talking about egg frying pans with vaginas? No, wrong, bad. That's not good. <laughs> Bill draws a line. I yeah, I gotta draw a line somewhere. This is grotesque. Potentially real thing that's disgusting. Fine. Potentially fake thing that will never happen. Bad. <laughs> exactly. Max gets it. Thank you, Max. <laughs> also, I was just thinking too. You know how the, the grandpa You're never gonna look at eggs the same way again. <laughs> oh. Um, also, you know, thinking how, like, you know, the grandpa yells, like, still another one of these kids jumped in front of my car. <laughs> Makes me just yes. think that, yeah. like, is there just, like, a line down the street of kids trying to get into this tree to go peep on Lorraine and they just keep on falling <laughs> into the street? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty fair, I guess. Uh, or this yeah. is a bunch of attractive women down the street and he's like, keeps trying to come home, turns the corner and just see another kid. He's like, God damn it. What do I have to do around here? It's not even your own mother. What are you looking <laughs> at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, i mean my assumption was just like this guy is just like mowing down kids i, I mean you know those, yeah those, like granddad's gotta get off the sauce yeah he's like i never those, left korea those 1950s cars that were just boats giant steel cages just crashing through kid skulls good times oh yeah good point solid steel you aren't bouncing yeah. off of shit you're gone yeah. <laughs> there's no crumbles yeah. it's a bunch no. of steam cars just eating kids <laughs> Just a steel death trap. So after getting groped by his mom, Marty finds Doc, who doesn't believe that he's a time traveler until Marty recites the story of how Doc came up with the flux capacitor. And then by uh, sealing the deal, when he shows Doc the DeLorean. The um, whole thing, the whole thing where, where like Doc like can't believe that the idea that Ronald Reagan is president, just like, you know, just strikes know. a different joke for after 2016 through 2020. Like, you know, <laughs> sure it does, yeah. especially since we have in part two with Biff just being Trump, and it right. just makes it even more like of a parallel. <laughs> it's, it's so, so weird. weird. It's so weird. It's almost thirty the years. Funny to thing the about day. it is Reagan loved the movie. Reagan That's loved true. it. Oh yeah, he quoted it's all about, it in a fucking speech. For, like, it's because geez. the the happy ending is that capitalism won. 
<laughs> these boomers are rich. <laughs> That's the happy ending of the movie. He's like, good. Reaganomics. Right. Keep it going. Yeah. Max, oh, you're getting us back down. on the work list. <laughs> <laughs> <Trickle> down. <laughs> it's trickling. It's getting there. It's getting there. Keep your mouth open like a baby bird. Some will fall into your mouth. <laughs> you, poor pe- you poor pieces of shit. You fucking poor schlubs. Go to college. I don't give a fuck. You need to take a loan out. Oh, you won't get a loan approved? Not my problem. <laughs> Trickling down. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, um, The Doc Brown makeup is great, though, because, like, when I was a kid, I didn't even realize, really, that he had old man makeup on in the future. Like, it's, it's mostly around his neck mm. in the future. It's like it, he kind of goes from like looking like an old poodle to like a more yellowish poodle in the 50s. <laughs> like it looks, that's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. Say, how old was he when he, this movie was made? Right, I think he was like he was like forty something. Right, I think, I think so. he wasn't like super old. No, he can't. Which no, I always he's love still it. kicking. Yeah, yeah. He's not. And he's not like a hundred. Do you know what I mean? He's like eighty, whatever. But I'm sure it's yeah. Yeah, he's still far too old for. Prepudescent teenagers coming over to their houses at 8 a.m. before they go to school. It's true. Yeah. That's true. That's not I mean, there was really... a good point. Yeah, don't talk about it. Before Marty you see the first figure. DeLorean and he speeds off. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, incest. Get back on track. <laughs> but no, before we actually travel back in time, everything could just be Marty being fucking groomed by an old man. Oh, yeah. He's about to get fucking kidnapped, you know? Like, Strick- mm. Strickler's just looking out for him. Uh, Stay away from that Doc Brown. He's trouble. And then, like, like <laughs> 20 minutes later in the movie, he's meeting Doc Brown at a mall parking lot, 1.30 in the morning. That's <laughs> mm, yeah. pretty yeah. weird. I got to show you Cut something, Marty. Dun, dun. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Pick up the video camera on your <laughs> dun, way. Dun, I got dun. some things I want to film. I got some tapes. Make sure you bring <clears throat> extra tapes, Marty. No, like, it's what perfect. would actually happen is that Marty blows out that amp, and then he sees that what's covering the amp is just a well, and there's, like, a bunch of little kids on, down, down there at the bottom of it. <laughs> Are you telling me this strange old scientist who calls himself a doctor but ain't one has some kids in a will? Tim, you gonna finish that? Oh, God. Usually Max finishes it. No, it's too late now. (laughs) We missed a moment. Um, Eggs on a frying pan. So also, also, Doc, he tells Marty that uh, he can create a device to channel the lightning bolt from the clock tower and that uh, Marty needs to hook his parents up before the end of the enchantment under the sea dance. So after a few det- uh, a few failed attempts to get George asked Lorraine out, Marty then steps his game up and sneaks into his room in the middle of the night telling George that he's Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan and he'll melt George's brain if he doesn't ask Lorraine out. <laughs> so... I just, I didn't even really think about this now. The incest was bad enough, but like Marty gets sent on a mission like, no, you have to make your parents fuck. You're on a mission from God. You need to build sexual tension between your parents. (laughs) Between your underage parents, Marty. You've got to do this, Marty. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) I'm worried that if you do not get your parents to fuck, you are going to fuck your mother. There's an 85% chance. Based Based on the way that Lorraine was treating Marty when he woke up in her bedroom. Uh, it's it is highly likely that Lorraine and uh, the 
Mr. McFly fucked on that very first thing. She said like their first kiss was that the enchantment under the sea dance, but she was a lion fucking alcoholic at that point in her yeah. life. She yeah. they banged at that oh, point. Yeah. So like Marty's mm-hmm. already cock blocked his dad. Now he's gotta fix it. He's gotta help yep. make his <laughs> make a sibling. <laughs> make a, a worthless st- sibling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a worthless half sibling. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, George was under that bang. poofy dress. In the gym, you know. <laughs> I, I like how Marty goes. Yeah, let's give that brain melting stuff to ourselves, okay? Yeah, because <laughs> I love it because his dad is like, "This is amazing. I should tell everybody." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. You already have enough problems. Like, you need to, <laughs> you need to fuck mom. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to be Listen, cool. I'm already to a little mom. concerned that you believe this. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, also, great. on this rewatch, I noticed during the scene at George's house. Like I thought that the like the perfectly manicured hedges and like these oak trees looked familiar, so I looked it up, and it's the same South P- uh, Pasadena neighborhood from Halloween, um, George, Mc- and then also like <laughs> a bunch of other movies. So like George McFly's house is like three houses down from Michael J. Fox's house in Teen Wolf, like they're like <laughs> literally a couple houses apart, and then like okay. on the same street, Biff's house from Part Two is there, and then same thing with Doc Brown's mansions in the same neighborhood. And mm. then um, I actually looked through. So like there's countless movies, but just for the movies that we've covered, this neighborhood has had is um, Sarah Connor's house. The first Sarah Connor that gets killed in the first Terminator. That's her neighborhood. <laughs> All the houses in Halloween, the Nightmare on Elm Street house as well. Um, Michael Jordan's house in Space Jam. And then Ellie's house in Jurassic Park 3. Like that's just for shows that we've movies that we've covered. Fascinating. Is this like Beautiful it's street. like a legit it's like a legit neighborhood that's exclusively used with like real houses that's used just for filming. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. It, they film a lot of shit there because it looks like the Midwest. You can pass for the Midwest. Like there's no palm trees there, so they film mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, but even for like Halloween, they filmed inside the houses too because it was such a cheap. It's like such a low budget. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Right. That's yeah. cool. I like, I like how there's just this one whole place is just like Hollywood Incorporated. Yep. It's like a regular street. They're just like, yeah, we'll just keep using it forever. It's like, oh, okay. Nobody will ever it. notice that these are the same houses. No, Max. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> You've blown their cover. <coughs> blew my cover. You blew it. This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by, you guessed it, Manscaped. AKA the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world, 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 world. And Manscaped just recently released their all new lawnmower 4.0 just in time for the holidays. Oh boy. And right now, our listeners will receive 20% off their first purchase as well as free shipping when they use the promo code MYPOPCORN at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. This upgraded trimmer also allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4, as well as an LED spotlight and wireless charger. So this holiday season, give your dick and balls the gift that keeps on really giving by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code MYPOPCORN. Or at checkout to receive 20% off and free shipping. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Back to the episode. Manscaped. All right, back to the movie. So, 
George. He's about to ask Lorena when Biff barges in and starts harassing him. So Marty trips Biff and then he sucker punches him, leading to a car chase scene where Marty invents the skateboard and then narrowly escapes a bunch of uh, cow shit. This shit's on Marty. Sure. I mean, Marty, if you don't want your mom to be thirsty for you, man, stop doing this type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> stop being such a fucking hero. Stop being so damn sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is it? She like turns out. He's like, isn't he dreaming? He's just like, yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Lorraine, put your mouth back. He's a dream. Yeah. yeah he's, what he, a dream? he's a dream. That's what it is, right? It's like, oh my God. Also, presumably Biff had planned on just murdering Marty in front of like a hundred people in public. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Biff was going to just murder him straight up. He's going to suge knight that guy. <laughs> That's what he was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. This is how powerful I am in this area. It's like, oh, God. With All Billy right. Zane cheering him on the background. <laughs> Put a cork in it, Zane. <laughs> a cork in it. <laughs> Was it a thing for there to just be like dump trucks of cow manure in like city, like main city streets in the 1950s? Yeah, where's that all that cow shit going? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, they they left the cows to roam the, the city square. <laughs> in the 1950s? In, the, in 1955. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody went to the uh, the communal milk cows mm-hmm. and just squeeze, 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 get some of that, but a lot of bullshit. You got to clean it up. Mm. You don't need the plague coming back. Fascinating. That's true. Again, and I, I also like that this chase or this whole thing just occurs in like this very small town square. Yep. It's like they don't like leave anywhere else. Like, yeah, he tries to like literally murder him by like squishing him between two cars. <laughs> Everyone's like, isn't this great? Aren't we all having a blast? He's such a dream about a goofy. <laughs> such a dream. He's about to get fucking murdered by no. our high school yeah. bully. Boys will be boys, Preble. The, yeah. The reaction in reality, yeah. if like we were all in high school and we saw one of our like one of our classmates like just trying to murder somebody in public, we would all be screaming. Like everyone yeah. would be running out. So we're like, someone call the cops. Oh my god, no. <laughs> just Instead, they're like, exactly. wow, that's cool. Instead, this is there. Did you see him riding that skateboard? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing something new. Also, apparently, skateboarding started in the California in the 1950s. So mm-hmm. that actually makes sense, which is now really upsetting to me. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> I really like pointing out, like, that couldn't be possible. People mustn't know how to skateboard before I'm a guy. I guess they didn't. Never mind. Fine. Maybe he did invent it. Okay. Yeah, and so then after this, Lorraine, she, you know, snail trails her way back to uh, Doc Brown's house and <laughs> asks him about the desk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, she kind of does that, right? She's like, hey, oh, I've yeah. just been following him. I've just been following him this whole time. Uh, Lorraine, there's Tim. like a, there's like a, a trail behind you. You might, can you mop that up? That's in the driveway. That's gross. <laughs> Get the hose. Tim, we need to you need to think up of another sound. We need to ruin another food for Bill. Go. What does that sound like? <laughs> Next time we open that jar of jelly, Bill. Well, Ooh, God. You know, it's late enough for me, guys. I think I'm I think I'm all set for the night. This is this is a good time was to call it quits. Is that Francis screaming in the distance? Oh, sorry, guys. Ooh, I'll see you later. I think I'm developing the monkey cough. This then leads to a terrible plan by Marty where he plans on sexually assaulting oh, yeah. Lorraine so George can save the day. Yeah. Uh, I, know, yeah. I know. He goes from trying to commit murder to just rape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a crackhead's like, he's like, I got an idea. Just Listen, let me I'm lay gonna, it out for you all. I'm going to almost rape my mom and you just stop me. 
<laughs> okay, Dad. Ready? Okay, Dad. Break. Okay, Dad. <laughs> dad, Dad, Daddy O. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good Daddy, Daddy O. I was like, oh, even George <laughs> is like sitting there, like, oh, I don't know, Marty. That that just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Because it is. It's a terrible plan. It's a terrible plan. <laughs> yeah. What if what if I come in and she's enjoying it, Marty? I don't know if I can take that kind of rejection. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I then can, I'm going to be already into it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing George's. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, Marty's going to be like, then I'm going to be already into it, George. You should just butt out. <laughs> well, can I just stick around and watch anyways? <laughs> guy just moves feebly jerk off in the corner and watch is that okay Marty <laughs> Marty I got this grand new idea it's called cuck porn <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be but number two after story. incest porn <laughs> exactly instead of some stranger fucking your wife it's your son <laughs> it's perfect it's like oh <laughs> cuck incest porn that's what's playing at the theater in the town center in 1985. Yeah. <laughs> Inspired by a local resident. Thank Inspired you. by a true story. <laughs> Mom, fucker. <laughs> they give out the Marty uh, McFly Award at the AVNs. <laughs> yeah, this is a really fucked up looking kid. It's a statue. For this year's Beth's Mother Son Award, we provide the Marty McFly Award to Tim Begin. Congratulations, Tim. Well done. For my speech. <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't like to thank say. my mother. There's like nothing I can say that's already Marty. been done. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I guess instead of like trying to like attempt rape your teenage mom, like what what would your plan be? What's what's a not good way this. to make George look like a hero? Yeah, not that. I mean, what actually not happened this. was a good way. Like, let's. Why don't yeah. we get you in a fight with Biff? Catfish and Biff. Yeah. <laughs> I just it, she didn't just fall for in. she she didn't fall for George in the first oh place because he looked like yeah. a hero. Yeah. Wait, what? No, no, never, never mind. Sorry, I was gonna get into no. another thing. Sorry, Bill. Uh, she, she, she fell in love with George because he was like a helpless looking puppy or something like that. Is what she, something like that is what she says. So, yeah. fucking just lean into that. Remove yourself from the situation, Marty. Stop being such a fucking creep around your mom, and yeah. just get your dad in in there, and like things will probably work out all right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Get your dad in there. Come on, tag team dad. Let's go. Get in there. That's not what I meant. I mean, he missed out. Missed out on the threesome, guys. Two birds, one stone. Yeah. Well, it's the thing. It's like, like, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like Marty like has information, but he's like, let me just lean into the only information that's available to the audience. Like, no, don't lean into having trying to fuck your mom. You're like now a very popular kid in school. Find someone else. You know, there's you have like so many other options to like really explore. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like, yeah. no, let's just go with the old usual. Artificial <laughs> insemination still on the table. Mm-hmm. I think I think my, my plan would have been to uh, to just like kiss Biff. I think that would have worked. Then she would have seen me <laughs> thought I was gay in the fifties. She would have been really homophobic, and that would have just thrown out. You know, I think that would have worked. 
Mm. And then Biff would have had to have done something to himself because he's like, now they everyone thinks I'm gay. So <laughs> right. I guess I'm going to throw myself in a river or something. Yep. It's like, I'll see you. It's the 50s. But see, Bill, that would have only succeeded in getting her off of Marty. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to follow the Frank R- Reynolds rubric. <laughs> Magnum condoms and a wad of hundreds. Yeah, and a wad of hundreds. That's what you got to do. Let me transport you to Philadelphia, <laughs> circa the late 2000s. It's like, oh, okay. George, here you go. Here's, here's some hundreds. <laughs> and some Magnum condoms. George is like, what's a condom? AIDS hasn't been invented yet. We don't use those. <laughs> we don't need to worry about this. Right now. No. It's like, oh, yep. My, my first thought would have been like just say that you're gay but then it's the mid 50s so then somebody would like Marty would have been taken away (laughs) Uh, the principal would have fucking we need you to use that electricity yeah yeah yeah, they would have just tied Doc or or Marty up to the fucking DeLorean and shocked him until the gay went away yeah Yeah. that's about right that's what we think of the 50s works it's like sure why not electricity solves all problems okay did you have you electrocuted it yet? No, maybe you should <laughs> do that give first. Shot. Give it a shot. Some yeah. electricity in your brain, it might help. Yeah. So Marty's plan backfires immediately with Lorraine just whipping her titties out and pulling out a flask and cigarettes before he can even turn off the car. <laughs> this incest shit fucked me up so bad I couldn't even enjoy the titties. <laughs> Neither could Marty, like, which was hilarious because he could not stop looking at them, but you could tell he was just like, uh, I don't know I, what I, to do. Uh, Where else do I look? (laughs) Squirming everywhere. Look up. It's like, okay, sure. I think we should park. Oh, Marty. I've parked. I'm almost 18. I've parked before. (laughs) Oh, God. Lorraine was going to straight up. She was going to straight up fuck Marty in this like crowded parking lot in front of the school dance. Lorraine was going to be in the back window of that car. Titanic style. (laughs) (laughs) Just throw one hand up. Just thunk. And just have it slide down. Her leg was going to pop out the fucking vinyl rooftop of that car. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Something else. Uh, I'll say, I'll say that like this movie did actually open my eyes to the idea that like, like I always had this idea that my parents, like they didn't drink, they didn't do like, they didn't do any drugs. They didn't do like, you know, they're like always goody two shoe kind of people. And like, I, I remember watching this movie when I was like in like middle school or high school and be like, I wonder I wonder if that was all bullshit. Hint, it was all bullshit. It was all total bullshit. Yeah, like, but I, I, like, as, like, a middle school kid, I just thought that that, like, the way that they were then was the way they always were. And it was really mind-opening, eye-opening to see this. I remember listening to this old Bill Burr episode when she was golfing with some, like, old-timer. And he, the guy was just like, yeah, everybody thinks that they're the first generation to fuck. <laughs> guys like back in the 30s I used to fuck a redhead up on a hill against a tree <laughs> like, oh God. It's like, thank you sir for this anecdote yep. <laughs> no it's it's true I mean it, I think honestly it was probably a, in a lot of ways it was worse back then I mean if any of you like know people who were alive during World War II like if you have a grandma during World War II, they were just sleeping with multiple dudes when their husbands were gone. Because, like, their whole job is like, all right, like, when the boys come to town, all the young girls got to go take them out and show them a good time because they're fine for this country. So, fuck a couple of guys this weekend. Right, ladies? <laughs> Get out there and do your duty. 
<laughs> do your duty for America. You, Fuck these boys. After you get out of the factory making tanks and guns, go do your other duties. You know. But I just yeah, want to put it out there. Uh, my grandmother did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> then Tim goes back into a time machine. He's like, oh, no, Nana, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that becomes an episode of Futurama. So, thankfully, Lorraine, she's grossed out after kissing Marty. <clears throat> then Biff pulls Marty out of the car. He has his goons lock him in the trunk while he attempts to rape Lorraine. Just casual rape. Boys yeah. will be boys. <laughs> well, some would say a group rape. Yeah, with all of his... <laughs> oh, God. It's, they probably thought about that. You know Spielberg did. Like, well, what if all four boys join in? <laughs> but no, they just sit in the back. They're like, yeah, get it, Biff. Do it, Biff. Extra hard, Biff. Like, And then... I sure love watching my friends rape a boy. people. <laughs> God. So what did you do this weekend, Billy? Well, let me tell you. I didn't do anything. I watched a lot, though. Well, <laughs> okay. through these 3D I'm, glasses that distort enabler. my vision, I watched my friend <laughs> rape a woman. But it was all, all okay good with fun. This. Everyone yeah. had a blast. Yeah, we were all we all had a good time. She, she wasn't really enjoying it, but we had a good time. But thanks to these glasses, I saw it in 3D. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> The end of a scooby under the sea dance that I'll never forget. <laughs> when my best friend raped that other girl from my school and I just watched. Oh. 1950s. Town. <laughs> it's like 1955. Grab Classic. yourself a Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So then the future takes a turn for the better when George knocks Biff out with one hand and picks Lorraine up with the other. It's a good fist. Yep. I like that with the hand forms. Yep. I was like, all right, yeah. there you go. Like, all right, good. George's nice. definitely broken. <coughs> both yeah. arms are now, yeah, both hands are now broken. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I had to touch a girl with this one, too. That one shattered upon contact. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>, girls. No. <laughs> Great acting by Chris McGlover in this, though. It's like you can feel the anxiety that he has when he's like telling Biff, no, like you got to leave her alone. Yeah, hey, good scene. you get your damn hands <laughs> off of her. <laughs> oh, Oh, I do. I love that. When he realizes it's not him. Yeah, it's Biff. Just, just like, Biff t- keeps on getting taller and taller. He's like, fuck mm. me. <laughs> All right, Biff. Well, it seems like you're doing a good job. I'll let you get back to it. All right. Bye, Lorraine. <laughs> just shuts the door. Bye. Marty just disappears. Have fun, Lorraine. <laughs> Best of luck out there. That's, that's the one thing is that this does not like it doesn't really fit the character that we've seen so far that he would like he would stand up to Biff at that moment. Nope. I mean, yeah. it's, it's good that he did. But I mean, well, Woody, Woody, though, it's one of those life changing events. All right. You know? That we all have where we knock out, you know, our rapists. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't, don't, we all, don't we all do that? Haven't we all been in that situation? Yeah. All, this is like Viking culture. It's like, <laughs> you can't rape her. I was going to rape her. I mean, George does resolve all of his issues through violence in this. So He does, yeah. yeah that's how he makes well, it successful himself. Yep. He learns he how to stand filled up. up to his eyeballs with all of the sperm that he has not ejaculated <laughs> Very this true. far <laughs> into puberty. Like, that's where the nerd rage came yeah. from. Like, the violence, like, mm, small side effect, but God. It was spo- he was supposed to let it fly up in that tree. Hadn't, hadn't yeah. had a chance since. No. Nope. Jesus Christ, he would have painted a car if he let go up there. Still, that's a <laughs> lot coming out. No wet dreams. He keeps having nightmares of Darth <laughs> Vader trying to fucking eat his brain. Pre- ruin that, too. Sacramento mas- masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So after this, uh, these reefer addicts get Marty out of the trunk. Oh then my subs God. in with the Jesus band. Fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, no. That pissed oh, me God. off. I was the like actually angry about it. Well, because it's like, what are these cool rock and roll jazz musicians doing? <laughs> Fish know. bowling this car. That's what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Smoking reef. Pull some 50s oh, okay. once again. You, you got kids uh. drinking and smoking cigarettes, fucking in one car, and you got a bunch of dudes just smoking weed in the other. And they're the, they're the ones that are going to, like, destroy people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to get like, beat up by any reefer addicts. <laughs> I'm just trying to kidnap this guy so my friend can rape this girl. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. It's like no one gets more aggressive. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they're gonna get beat up by reefer addicts. Like they're gonna take a nap about like ten minutes after eating a fucking half a cake. It's yeah. like you shitting me? No, 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 no. It's it's funny to think about in retrospect though that the whole band is super stoned when they're playing all this like wholesome fifties <clears throat> music. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But you know uh, what happens here? Um, Marty subs in with the band. And then George seals the deal by kissing Lorraine right before Marty just fully disappears. Um, how about this brace face to Ginger who almost like ruined the whole movie? Oh, you mean me? Yeah. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> this, Tim just going. Hey, McFly, cutting in. What's again? Stealing a woman, like once again, it's like it's the very last instance of near rape that we see. Viking culture. We don't know if they're going to dance. Yeah, Viking culture. <laughs> no, I'm just trying God. to drag her over to my club over in the corner here with this cave I've made. It's like, wait, stop. It would have been hilarious yeah, though. It's like this Shermanator just cucking George, and then Marty just like fades away, like George, like uh, Bruce Willis and <laughs> no. Looper, just like boop, he's gone. He just got snapped, just like the Marvels. Like, That's that, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah just Thanos click, boom, gone. Thanos snap, I'm like, yeah, hey, you're fucking dead. Okay, sure. It's like, but like, no wonder why this town is such a shithole in the future when you have like teenagers like this, like redhead guy, just mm-hmm. fucking cackling, stealing dances, and Biff. Yeah, everyone, and Biff. I mean, yeah, everybody, exactly. everybody this, sucks in this movie. All his best friends. They're, they're all terrible. They're all, all sexual deviants, people. including George. Yeah. It's a fucking peeping Tom. And, and none of them are leaving the town, right? It's not like they're taking their shittiness away. They're all staying here, having sex with shitty people and That's making shitty kids. It's getting worse oh, okay. and worse every generation. This is the start of idiocracy. Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's what plants crave. You got to fast forward to a buttfuckers restaurant in that town square. <laughs> <laughs> Marty comes back. It's like, buttfuckers? I wasn't here before. Well, I don't remember this. You mean fun rockers? Yeah, no, butt fuckers. Sure. Uh, all right. So then after this, Marty steals uh, Johnny the Good from Chuck Berry. Always good. Yeah, like yep. like that hasn't been stolen enough from Chuck Berry. <laughs> 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 like Elvis's entire career wasn't basically just Johnny Be Good and a new fucking with a new melody. Haley in the comments. <laughs> yep, countless white people just taking all of his music. Yep. This movie's you know it's actually it's like some, this music is great. Let me just add a little something to it. White bread. <laughs> like, oh, perfect! What a sandwich! What a musical sandwich to make. Here's my contribution: making it worse. Right? Yeah. Like, let's great. take awesome. let's take Thank the you. groove out of it and just do terrible electric guitar solos. Why would you want people? To, <laughs> why would you want people to feel like they need to move to your music? So this is the thing I noticed too, which is hilarious, is when. Uh, Marvin, Marvin Barry, when he tells Chuck, like, you know the new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. The only thing that Chuck Barry hears is Marty just ruining the song. Yeah. Yes. 
Because yeah. he immediately just like knocks over the fucking amp and is just like, sh- just fucking writhing on the floor and everyone stops <laughs> dancing. It gets all quiet. Like that's what Chuck heard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like, oh, maybe I should make this music. That's an and he gets up and he's like, song. oh, maybe this is a little ahead of your time. And like, you know, your kids are going to love it. Like, are they? Is anyone ever really going to like what you just no. did? That no. was fucking awful. Only if he's dressed up <laughs> like a woman with a lot of makeup. Because this is 1985. <laughs> Even punk rock had a melody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's just to show that Marty's just not a good musician. No. Right. I mean, I think yeah, that really. Strickler is that Strickland, whatever the fuck his name is, kind of right. It's like, you're really not gonna, going to like amount to anything of any real value. Like, they gave you a chance to go play the guitar and you fucked that up too. That's fair. <laughs> the Ramones um, got famous playing two bar chords. You know, and Marty McFly can't muster that. In his defense, he was just traumatized by his own mom trying to fuck him in the back of the car. So he had a lot of anger, sexual frustration to get out. Trying to get out. Yeah. 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 It's more of a cry for help than anything else. (laughs) Very confused blue balls. (laughs) So, Marty, then I, I did not imagine this being so perverted of an episode. I thought we would touch on the incest a little bit, but I guess this is just going to be the incest episode. (laughs) Oh, you. Oh, you. Like, oh, you're a funny guy. Funny guy, Max. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, if you want to edit it all out, you can finally get that hour long. <laughs> get a nice 26 minute episode. <laughs> well, the movie opens up with Marty the End. <laughs> Time for questions. So, Marty says goodbye to his parents. Um, and this is like an example too of how the music in this movie just makes the scene so much better. There's multiple times in this in which like that Sylvester music in this is just so good, but it's really just him kind of just saying bye. But like, it's, I don't know. You get like a whole fuzzy feelings just because of that iconic music that comes on during it. It, it, This is the point that every time that I watch this movie, I'm like, Oh yeah, there's like, there's this whole other storyline where he needs to get back to the present. Like you kind of get like, he, he gets sent into the past and then it's just like, it's its own movie where like he almost breaks up his, his parents and he has to get them back together. And that resolves itself. It's like, all right, Finn, time to roll the credits. Oh wait, no, there's another half an hour. Wait, I'm still in 1955. Fuck. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I I do like just how, what is it? Lorraine's like Marty. I like that name. Or like, that's a nice name. It's not a nice name to name our first son or daughter, which you can do <laughs> because Marty can work both ways. Maybe we'll, we'll, actually, it's an okay name. Maybe we'll name our third kid <laughs> if we have, have one. Yeah. <laughs> not to think about it. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah. All right. So now we're getting to the ending of this movie. So I never noticed this before either. Marty arrives with seven minutes to spare because... This once in a lifetime event that's happening. He wants to go home and change first, so he doesn't look like a fucking 1950s dork at 1:15 in the morning in a mall right. parking lot. I know. What, what are you f- doing, fucking clown? Because yeah. that's when the Libyans will definitely kill you. Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Get him! It's like, oh, okay. That shirt's starting to come back this guy's in the three-piece suit. Get him! <laughs> that's probably the most high schooler moment of the entire movie. Is that? It's just that logic. By Marty. He has to go yeah. home and change. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I gotta go home and change. Like, you missed everything, Marty. <laughs> Everyone's dead. <laughs> now you're stuck here. <laughs> I know you don't go to class, so you can't tell me another event in which there's ever lightning anywhere, ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> we get into the marching drum music with Doc ripping up Marty's warning letter. 
a bunch of tree branches and cable wire drama. Eventually, just thankfully, Doc just like zip lines down and reconnects everything just in the nick of time. Marty blasts back to the future while a joyous Doc runs down the street laughing. Yeah. yeah. How does Doc not get electrocuted here? He's like hanging on to the wire when like the when yeah. when it goes through, right? He's got gloves on. Gloves? Is that going to be enough to protect you <laughs> from the gloves work? I don't think it works. Yeah, the gloves will do it. Gloves. Right. Gloves. I think as long as the uh, those two plugs are in, he would he wouldn't probably get electrocuted but i don't know he was he was pretty close yeah. <laughs> he was pretty close to being the uh part of the circuit yeah <laughs> as one would say that, that, that would be a great another another hilarious ending to this movie doc brown just gets absolutely annihilated by the lightning bolt and marty <laughs> is stuck in the past and or no have or, brown. Or, or marty hits it and then he goes back into the town square and there's like a big memorial for like the richest man in town which is doc brown who died on that on that day in 1955 <laughs> Marty's like, oh fuck! Yeah, oh, boy. What did I oh, do? Jeez. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Yep. All right. Then we cut back to the present day of the shitty 1985 Hill Valley with his police helicopters, rundown buildings, and crazy drunk drivers. <laughs> God, Mayor Red. That's right. That's the mayor, right? Yep. Which is hilarious. Yes, is. Mayor uh, Marty. He sees the porn theater and he, he like li- he like gives out a big sigh of relief. And then he sees Red, like drunk Red, on the on the uh, the bench sleeping, and he just goes, "Oh, Red, you look great." <laughs> <laughs> then he uh, travels over to Lone Pine Mall, as well. Lone, that's right. And uh, yeah, you know the car breaks down. He gets there like a second too late. Doc gets murdered all over again, leading to Marty breaking down in front of his body. But then Doc gets up, as we learn that he did in fact save the letter, and he had a bulletproof vest on. So that's good. Yay. Some, some real wishy-washy time travel stuff going on here. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You just gotta just let oh. it go. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta fly with it. Yep. Funny enough, we criticize time travel there. a lot more in Bill and Ted than in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just absurd. Yeah. Patently false. How can I believe this? <laughs> yep, so then uh, wrapping up the movie here. Marty wakes up in a now clean, furnished home with uh, siblings that are now successfully living at home, along with uh, his rich, thriving, in-shape boomer parents and a pathetic Biff. We see waxing George's Beamer out front. So Always weird. Laugh. It's, it's yeah. so weird. It, yeah. It's just, and he, yeah, I don't know. What, what, what was the brother doing before in the beginning of the movie? Did, would he work at like a fast food restaurant? He worked at Burger King, King right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's King, taking the right? bus to go to work at Burger King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The night shift, too. That fucking sucks. And, the drunk and people. And now he's yeah. some kind of fancy business person. Yep. Dang Still living right. at home with his parents, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's a family man, damn it. Yep. Sure. Also, like, I like how Biff, like, now that he doesn't have anybody to do his work for him, he is just like doing what the only thing that he's good at, which is just cleaning cars. Cause he's had like shit yeah. poured on his car so many times throughout these movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is yep. true. It's amazing actually. <laughs> All right. Then finally to wrap it up, Marty, he sees that he now owns that sick Toyota Jeep that he's always dreamed of fucking Jennifer in. And then, uh, Docky pulls into the driveway, running over a trash can, and then uh, you know they're gonna go into the future. So the movie ends with DeLorean flying to the screen. 
Finn. 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 Yeah, this movie go- just goes a lot longer. It just feels like it keeps going and going and going for me. Especially like once I you, watched the yeah. extended cuts too. Oh, yeah? Where oh, Marty God. and Jennifer are going to town, you know? Mm-hmm. Full penny. Yep. Full penny, man. Mar- I see your Marty shout, Mom, come on in. Yeah, Marty's only asking <laughs> Marty's only asking about Jennifer's mom for some reason throughout all hey, of it. Yeah. She around or something? <laughs> all right, Jennifer. Let's pretend that it's 1955 and I just fell on into the street and you're my mom and you're gonna bring me upstairs. Marty, why do we always have to do this? It just 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 act as Marty just play with mom. So why why do they still live in this house? That's what I want to know. Like they're so successful, they have nice cars, they're all doing well, and then they still live in this like moderately nice middle class house. It's it's very selective changes to the future that have occurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it for the purpose of the movie, but in real life, of course, they wouldn't live there. They would be. He's like a very famous author, apparently. Yeah. It's like, no, you would be living somewhere else, in like the, the hills or whatever. Or, Get out of here. Yeah, the house that you lived in originally was much nicer. I know that house for a fact is worth a few million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. to mention, I mean, uh, George and Lorraine have a happy marriage at this point, so they probably would have stopped at one of two kids instead of trying to force a <laughs> yeah. third kid into the yep. situation to try and Getting fix their drunk. failing marriage. So that would have even mm-hmm. been, again, another great way to end this movie is George George knocks out Biff, and then Marty just immediately disappears, and we return to the party. <laughs> and like, everyone's happier, and everything's better. They're together, and everything works. Just Marty's gone. Yeah, never a third child. Every once in a while, Doc gets deja vu of this kid named Marty, but that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Doc goes, "Great Scots, this is sex paradox. You don't want to have a shithead third kid." <laughs> Apparently, when the first kid was successful, they just stopped trying. <laughs> we don't need it anymore. You understand? We don't have that gaping hole in our lives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the only game we have is Lorraine. Am I right? <laughs> Bazinga! Where's Marty? Uh, where's Marty when I need him? He would have liked that joke. <laughs> uh, he doesn't exist. Oh, never mind. Damn it. All right, time for trivia. And this first piece of trivia is probably my favorite piece of trivia. One of the dumbass executives named Sidney Scheinberg didn't like the title of the movie, so he suggested that they change it from Back to the Future to Spaceman from Pluto. Oh, my God. These people get paid a you lot just, of money to think of this shit. Fucking amazing. Why? <laughs> Why Spaceman from Pluto? He then also had three other notes being like, I think you should also change the Darth Vader thing to him being Spaceman from Pluto. The book should be called Spaceman from Pluto, and Doc should mention that he's a spaceman from Pluto at one point. Just like, no. Oh. No, no. So, so he created fuck? a new title by interjecting three completely new and unnecessary <laughs> things. Because I, I think see. this is what movie executives do, is they don't know how to, they don't have the talent to make or write a movie, so they then just like kind of just like put their own little twist into it, and then they can tell everybody that it was their idea. <laughs> Even though they didn't right. fucking do anything. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah. And like by this point too, this is in 1984, um, the Back to the Future script had been rejected 40 times by what? like every single studio multiple times. Yeah, there was just... Oh, I wonder why. They didn't appreciate the incest yeah. and rape. You guys don't like incest? What are you, purge? What are you, prudes? Get out of here. <laughs> this is going to be hip with the kids. 
<laughs> kids like fucking yeah, their parents. Your kids are going to love it. Yeah, my kid. <laughs> you might not be ready for it, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> Incest, the movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but like, because they had been rejected so many times, they were hesitant to say anything. So they went to one of their buddies was Spielberg who obviously produced this movie. So they asked for his advice and what Spielberg did was uh, he sent a memo back saying in quote, hi Sid, thanks for the, your most humorous memo. We all got a big laugh out of it. Keep it coming. <laughs> Which made that guy like humiliated. <laughs> so he didn't bring it up again. <laughs> Good move by Spielberg. That's a, that's a boss move. Yeah. It shut is. it down by just making him, making him think it's a joke. Yep. All right. Uh, as mentioned on our Anaconda episode way back when, um, and this is probably the thing that a lot of people know now, but Eric Stoltz was originally cast as Marty after they couldn't get Michael J. Fox. Um, so they had filmed over like six weeks worth of Stoltz as Marty before Spielberg watched some of the clips and just said that he realized he just wasn't the right fit for the role. So they had to add on an extra $5 million to the budget in order to refilm all of what Stoltz had did. Oh, holy shit. That is so fucking brutal. hilarious. Yeah. You have to be fucking terrible for them to like say, you want to know what? You are worth, you being in this movie is worth five, not being in this movie is worth $5 million. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to pay $5 million just to not to avoid you. It's like, just okay. to rewrite everything that you're in. Um, <laughs> apparently he was like method and he, he played it like a drama, like a straight drama. So I guess they're like during the first script read with everybody, the producers were like, doesn't this, this guy knows that this is a comedy, right? Like, and then he just kept on doing it. Um, like there's a whole like thing with the guy who played Biff saying how, like when they're doing the pushing sheet, the scene and the, um, you know, I think they're like pushing each other back and forth in some scene. Like Stoltz was like pushing Tom Wilson so hard that he had like bruises all over his like collar, like all, all over his, like his shoulder blades after <laughs> And like he, he like leaned, he's like, "Hey, this is a movie. This is make pretend. If you fake push me, I will fake back up like you pushed me." And like he kept on shoving him. And he's like, "The only reason why I'm not punching you in the face right now is because we're filming." Like it's a whole thing. Um, there's also a few clips of Stoltz as uh, Marty on YouTube that you can watch. Um, so I'll mention a few of the clips that are still around. So there's a scene of Marty. Um, leaning into the frame, looking at George at the diner, you know, like when he, like they're both their faces kind of like go in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene of doc holding the newspaper at uh doc or sorry. There's, a, there's um Marty at doc's house holding the paper about the clock tower. Um, there's a scene of like Marty walking around the town center in 1955, um, which is just all weird to see because he just like, he had his hair dyed black. He had a completely different like outfit on too. It just looks weird. <laughs> Yeah. And then as far as the scenes that like Stoltz is still in, in the movie, um, there's a brief look of when Marty punches Biff at the diner. If you pause it, like you notice that the guy that's punching Biff is like five inches taller. Oh, really? <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Certainly they're the same height. Because oh. I guess there's like a close shot. You didn't see his head or his face. So they're like, fuck it. Just keep it in. And then um, also mm-hmm. there's the scene when uh, Marty's holding on to Biff's car during the skateboard scene. You can see the back of his head. Like he has like a different shirt on too sure yep and then there's a bunch of I'm photos surprised, i'm surprised they would keep him in like any of the scenes with him in it like i feel like you'd have to like you'd have to pay him and stuff like that right 
Or like there'd be they already paid him. No, I, I mean, mean, I guess you pay him for his time, but yeah, like, they already paid yeah. him, so they didn't have to. And I guess they had a deadline of filming, so they had like a certain amount of time that they had to get done. So they they're just like, there's a bunch of scenes apparently. If like if Stoltz was talking to somebody and he wasn't in the shot, they would just keep it in. So like if you look close, there will be certain times in which they just look like a lot younger and fresh eyed, <laughs> like not as like they don't have bags <laughs> under their eyes as much, like especially Biff. Like his face is a little bit thinner and he has like heavier bags under his eyes in some of these scenes because you can tell that they've just been grinding on for like week after week. Mm. They also had to recast Jennifer because the original actress, what's her name? Melora Harden. She was too tall. Probably don't know her, but she's sure. she's Jan from The Office. That's who the original Jennifer was. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And That's then they would have to, re- then they recast um Jennifer again with Elizabeth Shue for the second and third movie. So they had three Jennifers. <laughs> and then also Michael J. Fox. So he was filming Family Ties at the same time, which is the whole reason why he couldn't do the movie in the first place. Um, but he basically like didn't sleep for a few months during this. So he would film Family Ties during the day and then uh, they'd film Back to the Future at night and then they would transport him around in a car with a bed in the back. <laughs> In between sets, because he was getting like an hour <laughs> oh of sleep God. a night, and then on the weekends he was That's doing cool. all the uh, the day scenes for Back to the Future. Something else. That sucks. It's a lot. That sucks. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And then also the movie was released nine and a half weeks after they wrapped up filming, which is impressive. holy shit. Yeah. How did they do that? What? I think they had a deadline, and they ended. I mean, they went what six weeks over because of uh, Stoltz. So, or Stoltz. I guess, yeah. yeah. Man, he must have That's really funny. sucked. <laughs> <laughs> if you see that one scene of him um, at Doc's house with the newspaper, like, it just doesn't, it, you can tell it doesn't fit. Like, it doesn't work. Like, he's just so serious. He's, like, kind of, like, looking all dead-eyed and, like, crumpling the paper up. And it's like, this isn't funny. Like, he's playing it right. for real. <laughs> what was the director doing for six weeks until everyone realized, like, mm, kind of suck? They were, he had no say because he was, he had made a couple of bombs and he wasn't successful. And then Spielberg watched it and he's like, yeah, this ain't working. So they're like, okay, whatever you say, Steve. And then, and then they made the change. All right. Box office game. How much does this movie cost and how much did it make? It cost $80 million plus five. And (laughs) it made $500 million. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I think it cost a uh, hundred and ten million dollars to make, and it made three hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, Jesus, Bill! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it cost uh, cost uh, fifty million to make, and I'm gonna say it made three hundred million dollars because I was gonna say three hundred fifty million, Bill. Brutal. Thanks. Thanks. Brutal. Uh, let's say ninety million to make, one hundred and eighty. <clears throat> so it cost nineteen to make. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! So it would have been fourteen without the additional stuff. And then on Dang. the original release, it made two hundred and twenty-two million. Damn. Okay. And then with the multiple re-releases, it's now at three hundred and eighty-three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Respectable. Very respectable. Did, 
did uh did back to the future 2 like had they already did they just like jump right into making that like did they know that they were going to make a sequel or did they no. wait for it to do well four years back to the future 2 and uh came out in 89 four oh, years was it really that they filmed oh, two really? and three at the same time and then those came out like six months apart in 89 and oh, okay. 90 which these like during during COVID, obviously, I did a Back to the Future marathon, and it's it is funny watching the first one to the second one because Michael J. Fox has aged so much; like he's just like a grown man <laughs> by the time you get to the second movie. Like he's literally he's fucking thirty years old in the second movie. So it's, it's just, just it's, like them having to re, redo that scene from the from the ending of the first movie. It's just it's like oh man, like he's put on like twenty pounds. Like he just looks like a yeah. like an adult. It's it's just so weird that they like so firmly set up a sequel without like without yeah. knowing that they were going to do that. I think maybe it's just because like after 40 drafts of a script, pro- they probably just didn't think the movie was going to do well. <laughs> and then like, I mean, it seems like it was a fucking disaster on set. Like it was, it's amazing that it actually worked <laughs> out the way it did. The guys, 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 of course there's going to be a sequel. They got fucking Spielberg's golden dick <laughs> on their side. <laughs> Did they even think about that? Yeah. Did we even? He just walks that? into executives' offices and just drops it on the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. Works. A nice clank. dull thunk. The movie. So it did, it debuted on the 4th of July weekend in 1985 to $11.1 million, finishing at number one. It was stayed number one until its fourth week where it dropped the number two. Then it regained the number one spot for another nine weeks. So it was either um, number one or two for the first 13 weeks. And then it would stay in the top 10 for 24 straight weeks. Wow. Returning at number one in his 33rd week. <laughs> so like it went for the number ones. It went between the 4th of July and Valentine's day was the gap between it being number one in the theater. And it never like That's left. Insane. It's, it's fucking like just more the, than it's half a year. Just the fact that it was in theaters for that long is yeah. absurd. Yep. God, nothing says America's birthday like fucking your family members. <laughs> Amen to that. Praise me. Jesus. Praise me. Rudy Giuliani. Also, <laughs> did he marry his cousin also. or something? <laughs> he sure did. Yeah. I'm sure he fucking did. It's the only bad thing he's out. ever done. Um, yes. <laughs> also, Teen Wolf. So, Teen Wolf debuted on August 23rd at number two and would finish behind Back to the Future four straight weeks. So in the fall of 1985, Michael J. Fox had the number one and number two movies, as well as Family Ties, which was the second most watched show in America. Wow. Jesus Christ. And that Family Ties, which I looked up, averaged about 25 million viewers per week. I don't wow. think anyone's ever done that before or since. Let alone like having the number one and two movies in the country, but then also having like, like the top show in the country at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what I was thinking too. It's like, I mean, there are actors that have done very well on TV and very well in movie, but like, I can't think of anyone that's done them both at the same time. Same fucking time for like a month straight of just like <laughs> literally having one and two. That's impressive. <laughs> Although I think I like Teen Wolf actually, they pushed back their release date after Back to the Future just because they knew they would get some of that Michael J. Fox extra money coming in, which they did because that movie's not that good. <laughs> All right, next question. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Well, 
My favorite character is uh, the person in the beginning who is uh, listening to the bands and tells Michael J. Fox that he's just too loud. Huey Lewis? I resonated. Was that Huey Lewis? Huey Lewis. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, all right. Great. I really, that, that resonated with me a lot. He was being too loud. That's, I don't like music. That's that low. That's loud like, like that. that. Um, I think my favorite character is probably Doc Brown. Uh, no, least favorite. I did it twice. Oops. I like everyone. I'm just a happy-go-lucky person. Uh, I hate everybody. No, my... wait, wait, wait. I like everybody. <laughs> I like everybody. Um, my least favorite person? I don't know. Uh, the uncle that's in jail. Uncle What's your Joey. Deal? What are you doing, Joey. Uncle Joey? Get out of jail. Jailbird. Better get Jailbird. used to those bars. <laughs> you know, clink, clink, clink. Uh, too good. That is such 50s parenting. It's like, he likes it. We'll just keep him in there. It's like, you should be socializing <laughs> that kid. He's kind of getting to that age where he needs to be like out of the crib. It's like, nah, just keep him in there. We leave nah. all day. He's still <laughs> in there. It's know? fine. <laughs> I'll say my favorite character is the bald um, principal enforcer guy. Clearly. Clearly good. His same crusty attitude from 1955 to 1985. He's seen so much. The civil rights movement, you know, man has landed on, you know, the moon and he doesn't give a shit. He's furious and I I respond to that. I respond to that very well. He is consistent, if anything. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, Max. Um, My least favorite character is um, the Billy Zane character because I didn't see any boats. I didn't see a single (laughs) fucking boat. And he should be, he should be somewhere in the water, you know, screaming, I have a child, just <laughs> stealing kids and throwing them onto the boats with him. So that's what I'm going to go with. That's what I think. Um, my favorite character is Marvin, Marvin Barry. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what your cousins do whenever they call you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, naturally. Yep. Uh, and then uh, my least favorite... I gotta say George. I mean George. I mean I don't know how many times I don't mean how many times someone can tee a tee a tee ball up for you or baseball up on a tee for you for swing and miss before you just kind of got to eat it, you know. <laughs> especially especially him in that 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 first scene where we see him and Biff is bullying him. That is rough to watch. He sucks yeah. in that. I mean, he's yeah, really just does. doing a good job. But, and then oh, he starts God, laughing when they make fun of Marty, just so they, hopefully they'll just deflect. He's like, yeah, 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 you suck. Don't make fun of me. Jan? My favorite's Marty, even though I wanted to hate him. Uh, my least favorite is the DeLorean. <laughs> it's such a fucking piece of it shit. It is a piece like, of it's shit. Just such a piece of shit. Like, even back then, everyone knew this is a piece of shit. It doesn't, they didn't even paint it. <laughs> True fact, they didn't even paint them. They just set them out in just raw metal. Like, that looks yeah, it's a refrigerator. There you go. This looks good. Which actually was the original time machine for this movie. And like the first draft was a refrigerator. <laughs> and they're like, Brutal. we can't do that for a kid's movie. Kids will be like dying when they like hide themselves in refrigerators. <laughs> Which is why I think Spielberg uses it in Indiana Jones years later. I think he was just like, I'm getting my fridge. Finally. <laughs> Thank God. I'm getting this in here. Come hella high water. I'll say my favorite. I mean, like Marty, like Michael J. Fox is just so effortless, like effortlessly good in this movie. But I'll say Biff 
because just because he's the bully that you love to hate. Like he's mm. equally as funny in all three variations from like the the balding jumpsuit, like pathetic one and like the the lean, you know, football jock or like the, you know, business right. guy that has like his little sh- shitty suit in the alternate 80s. And um my least favorite's going to be the uh the shermanator looking dude who cut into the dance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. God, he's so useless. He's so annoying. It's like this guy's just cackling to himself. Like, like he thinks this is like like he's in on it. Like he knows this is like fucking up the universe. But <laughs> he know. clearly doesn't. He's just a fucking loser. He's just like an What if yeah, that would be hilarious if that guy has his own like fucking Ford Pinto time machine and he's like his whole thing is still like it's like, no, I need the Mary Lorraine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand? Otherwise, my whole family's going to disappear. My kid created Tesla. He, I think it's just funny that he he knows Lorraine hates it. He's like getting yeah. a kick out of it. <laughs> she <laughs> hates like me. This. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever done. Yep. Uh, all right. Time <laughs> for the Oh My Popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for Back to the Future? I'm going to give this uh, four out of five stars on Pornhub. <laughs> appropriate I'll uh I'll give this one the sound of 10 eggs hit the frying pan <laughs> but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give this uh three almost uh three almost incests over one thank you very much punch to the face that preserved preserved this DNA of this DNA structure of this family that's what I think I'm gonna go with because otherwise they're all just mutants so <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll give this um, one shitty car built on cocaine out of one shitty family built on incest. <laughs> Clearly built on incest. Yep. Drinking game, everybody. If it's still, it's not too late. We're still gonna say incest another fifteen times before the episode ends. Incest, 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 incest. incest. Quick, 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 quick. I incest, please. <laughs> and Bill's gonna give this one muted microphone out of one muted microphone because he's no longer there. Yes. <laughs> He I is having a parental crisis. Yeah. Air quote. His kids need to be, air quote, tucked into, air quote, bed. You fools. Get a life, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any last words? Apparently not. Incest. <laughs> I think we hit on the... I think we hit on the hot, I mean, the important topics. I mean, this movie, listen, for all the stuff we talked about, this movie is an important sort of time capsule of its time. I think it's important, you know, that people realize that in the 80s, incest was a thing. Mm-hmm. 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 It's very important. Very important. Incest. Red bubble. <laughs> incest. Red bubble. Red bubble. Red tube. You can probably find some incest stuff on red tube. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's the episode, and uh, we'll be back <laughs> next time with another futuristic time travel movie. Wonder what's going to be. Who knows? Ooh, spooky! It's a ghost movie, apparently. Yeah. Based based on my impression, I just did. It's a ghost movie. Instead of any kind of time, time traveling ghosts, which I guess they are time traveling because if you die, you're you're just you know you're always going to be in that time. So. Well said, well said. All right. Incest.
Oh, it's oh, too late now, Bill. Back. Oh, Hi, Bill. Yeah, we did all our rankings and shit because you had to attend to your children. <laughs> I assume. That is correct. He's yeah. still, still screaming up there. But you know what? That's his problem. I wish we had a time machine so we could end this episode one minute earlier. So Bill would <laughs> see a bunch of just empty empty calls on here. <laughs> Let me race back. They're all waiting for me. Boop, boop. Nope, 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 no, they're all gone. Hmm. I'm glad they waited for me. <laughs> What's your rating, Bill? Yeah. Uh, movie's good. Good rating. Redbubble. Oh, what a rating. <laughs> <laughs> really blown out of the park with the simplicity. <laughs> Just boil it down to its essence. 